Here we go. Week 16 in the NFL. This is our best bets video. I'm Steven with Just a Bet Outside. Let's get into some best bets. We have some cold weather across the NFL. We're going to go over the weather report. Yep, I'm going to put on my meteorologist hat and let you know of the weather before you make some bets. Um, three weeks left, and it's NFL playoff time. It's crazy, but it is almost that time. So that's where we're at. Um, I just got to let you know, we're doing an NBA betting contest on TikTok, and you got to follow along. It's for Friday, December 23rd. You leave your, your bet for NBA games, your odds, and the sports book you found it, and you have a chance to win 50 bucks. So be sure to do that. You just have to be a subscriber to our YouTube channel. So that should be a lot of fun, right? Are you excited for that little betting contest? See what happens? I can't wait to see what happens. I'm curious to see if somebody with huge odds pulls it out and wins big both ways with oh, yeah. our 50 I, bucks and their bet. Yep. I see some big bets coming. That's right. Um, so it is Christmas weekend without waiting any longer. Let's get some winners. Let's win some money. Cause people are spending a lot of money right now for Christmas. So let's get that money back for you. Uh, we are up 13 units by the way on the year. So uh, we need to get closer to 20. Ryan, are we ready to do that? Can we get to 20? We're getting to 20. We're getting to 20. Yep. We're doing it. I feel it. I feel it. So make sure to hit like and subscribe. Watching this video. Appreciate all of you. Let's dive in. The weather report by Steven with just a bet outside. Here we go. Eight games this weekend are below freezing at kickoff. Eight freaking games. That is just wild to me. Here we go. Think of this when you're betting. Falcons at Ravens. First game. Temperature at kickoff. 19 degrees. Wind, 17 miles an hour, and sunny. Bet number two. Not bet number two. See, everything's a bet to me. Game number yep. two. Saints at Browns. The temperature at kickoff is 14 degrees with wind of 28 miles an hour. 30% oh. chance of snow. Like, I'm talking, I think the over-under in that is almost 30. I mean, it's one of the lowest in the last 10 to 15 years, and that's why. In case you're wondering, that's why. I don't. What was that Seahawk Viking game, Ryan? That remember that playoff game was that oh, single that, digits? That was single digits, yeah. And I still remember Doug Baldwin making a one-handed catch in that game. Yeah, that was cold. Yeah, that was that was a low scoring, right? Like 14, 17 points or something. Something like that. A lot of field goals, and Blair Walsh missed at the end, which kept us moving. <laughs> yep, that's right. Gotta love the Viking kickers. All right, game number three: Lions at Panthers, twenty-eight degrees which is pretty hot compared to some of these. Uh, wind, 13 miles an hour, and sunny. So that one's pretty good. Just just a little cold, but not terrible. Bills at Bears. Temperature at kickoff, 9. 9 degrees at kickoff. 20-mile-an-hour winds, sunny. Luckily, you know, Justin Fields can still run in 9 degrees, but it's going to hurt like hell to get tackled in that. Seahawks at Chiefs, 10 degrees at kickoff. Seven mile an hour wind and sunny. So really just cold. No wind, rain, snow, or anything like that in that one. Bengals at Patriots. 24 degrees at kickoff. 14 miles an hour wind. Sunny. Another cold game. Texans at Titans. 21 degrees at kickoff. Man, between two of those teams, that's... How many people are going to be in the stands for that one? Like 10? That should be a doozy. Yeah, 10 mile an hour winds and sunny. So really just another cold game. And then Raiders at Steelers, which is a primetime game, I believe. 10 degrees at kickoff for the second coldest game of the week. 13 mile an hour and clear. So really the only one that's like has a chance of, of snowing or raining is the Saints and Browns. It looks like, but they are all freezing. And let me tell you, 
nine degrees or 10 degrees, that is a big deal in a football game. It changes a lot of things and what you can do. So that's crazy. All three games on Sunday on Christmas, though, are played in L.A., Arizona, and Florida. They're fine. They're good. They're good on the weather. They want to make sure there's no freezing cold Christmas games. But uh, here we go. Week 16, best bets. I got four. That's right. I got four. I'm going to give out player props tomorrow for the Saturday-Sunday games. We've been on a roll on those, so be sure to stay tuned for that two- to three-minute video out on TikTok, and it'll be out on YouTube also. Um, but right now, we got some bets for you. Ryan, are you ready to roll? We're ready to roll. Let's do it. Bet number one for me. The Eagles, plus four and a half. The best team in football, maybe, getting four and a half points at Dallas. Yes, I know there's no Jalen Hurts. Gardner Minshew is a backup quarterback. He used to be a starter, and he did just fine. He's not going to have a problem. And you know why? Because they still have an elite O-line. They still have an elite wide receiving core. Dallas Goddard is back now, an elite tight end. And their defense is still better. Like, they're just better all around. Just because Jalen Hurts, I mean, this game would not be four and a half if Jalen Hurts was playing. And I don't think Gardner Minshew is going to have any problem because what have I always said that helps quarterbacks? A great O-line. Good receivers, as you always talk about. They have a running game that can take care of this Dallas Cowboy terrible run defense. Um, I think Trayvon Diggs in the secondary for the Cowboys is sick. Um, they also haven't been playing well. Let me tell you something about the Cowboys. that We used to think they were elite, but they're not playing elite right now. They gave up almost five, over 500 yards to the Jaguars last week. Guess how many sacks they have in the last two games? Ryan, take a guess. Isn't it one? I think it's one in the last two games. One, you are correct. And that was against the Texans and Jaguars. You think they're going to get a lot of sacks and get pressure on Gardner Minshew with this O-line that the Eagles are are putting out there? Not not much. So O-line, this is just way too many points. I can see the Eagles winning. I mean, if you want to put Eagles money line, go for it. They're the better team. But uh, I can see at least being close. And they, if anything, they lose by three. Eagles keep it close. Plus four and a half. Lock that in at minus 110, baby. Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, I got the Bengals at minus three against the Patriots, and those odds are at minus 115. The Bengals have been playing some great football lately. I thought they were dead in the water at the beginning of the year, and they just proved me wrong. Their offensive line has gotten better. Their weapons are getting healthy on the outside, and Burrow is just dominating the the game right now. He's just doing really good. The last three games, or last six games, five of them, the Bengals have covered by more, or won by more than three points, and that's all we need is uh, minus three. And the Patriots, their last four games, they've lost three of their last four games. So the Patriots have been really struggling. I don't know if they don't believe in uh, Mac Jones anymore or if they're done with him, period. Like, I, I think there's something going on there in the quarterback room for the Patriots. I don't know if Mac Jones is their guy and they're not believe, believing in him. Plus, the other thing, that letdown after that last game, I don't see that helping that locker room. They're already kind of struggling with not a great record and things like that. And then you have a game like that go the way it did at the end of the game where your offense just throws the game away and gives it to the Raiders. I don't see them bouncing back, especially against a good team. The Bengals have been doing better at keeping, you know, Joe Burrow from getting sacked and getting hit. So I just see the Bengals coming out and scoring more than, or winning by more than three. I mean, three is not much. So more than three Bengals got it, especially with Joe Burrow and the way he's playing right now. For sure. I like it. I like it. Uh, the Eagles or the Eagles. See, I got the Eagles on my mind. The Bengals seem to make good uh, halftime adjustments also. And uh, they just, they're finding ways to win. I know they got a little lucky last week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Patriots are good defensively. They're, you know, there's 
you can't say they're they're not, but you know the the Bengals probably don't have to score a ton because this this uh, Patriot offense is just not very good. Yeah, um, they can struggle. run the ball a little bit. Uh, the Bengals are pretty good against the run. Now they got their defensive tackles back. They are they're top ten run defense. So um, if it if it lines on Mac Jones, it's going to be rough. But like you said, like how do you come back from something that I've never seen in the game of football, where laterals turn into a touchdown for the other team and you lose? That's hard to come back from. They are devastated. It took a big toll on their playoff chances. And, uh, yeah, I, I like the bet. I, I think the Bengals win. And if you're someone who just wants to do Bengals money line, it's a little juicy. I don't know what it's at exactly. Maybe minus 140-ish in that range, right. maybe a little more. Um, you know, you could be safe. But I like it. I like it. Here we go. Bet number two for me. Dealer's money line. This is a little juicy. And by juicy, by the way, in case you're wondering why he keeps saying juicy, it's just kind of a betting term when it's just the odds are a little, they're a little too high where, you know, it's minus 135. You might have to bet a little bit more to win some money. It's a more safe bet. Um, minus 135 Steelers money line. I didn't want to take two and a half because I don't know, sometimes Steelers just play close games. So I'm going to pay the extra juice and just say, win the game. I don't want to stress about you winning by, you know, one, two, three points. So um, listen, first of all, the emotional side of this, they're playing for Franco Harris. This mm-hmm. game was on prime time to celebrate fifty year the fifty year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Franco Harris is obviously a part of that, and he passed away the week before or the week leading up to it. It's just terrible timing, brutal that he did. Um, he wasn't even that old, I don't believe either. I don't know how old he it's was. Like seventy two. Yeah, that sucks. No, so that's sad. sad. Um, be fired up in Pittsburgh. Franco Harris is like huge for that franchise. And uh, so I just think that's going to be an emotional game. Kenny Pickett is back from the concussion protocol and all that from what I've seen. Um, and listen to this real quick. The Steelers are five and two with TJ Watt on the field. Five and two. Okay. The Raiders are one and three versus top 15 pass rush teams. They struggle when teams can get to them. And the Patriots are, are the Steelers. Jeez, I got teams all over the place. It's been a long day, guys. <laughs> Uh, the Steelers can get after the quarterback, as we know, especially with T.J. Watt on the field. So the Raiders, to me, when you watch them play, they what they do well is when they run the ball. That's when they do well because then they can really feed off of it. They're not relying only on Derek Carr. They get Josh Jacobs going. They get some play action going. Um, Steelers are the seventh-ranked run defense. I don't think they're going to do that in a big game in Pittsburgh. The fans are going to be fired up. I, I just think the Steelers take this, uh, take this game. I think the Raiders – you know, they're feeling themselves a little bit. That's kind of the opposite of what you were just talking about because the Raiders were on the good side of that crazy mm-hmm. lateral play. So, um, but now they got to travel to Pittsburgh, primetime football, and I just think they come out flat. Steelers play pretty well against bad teams. They beat bad teams. They take care of business. They just struggle with the elite team. So, Steelers money line, minus 135. Lock that in. If you want to take the minus two and a half, go for it. I like that too. All right, you're up. Yep. I'm going to go Seahawks in the Chiefs game, Seahawks versus Chiefs. I'm going Seahawks plus 10 at minus 110. I know that's a lot for a Seahawks-Chiefs game. I'm, I, can't, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, ah, no way. Tyler Lockett's hurt. That scares me a little bit. But I do think Geno can get it going with other weapons. we got three tight ends. Noah Fant's kind of iffy. But the other two tight ends can score. Marquise Goodwin can score. D, uh, DK Metcalf can score. So I think they keep it close. And you, as the weather person, already brought up that it's going to be a cold game. So that might lower the scoring some a bit. At least I hope so with the Chiefs scoring. 
even with the Chiefs scoring, the Chiefs defense isn't very good. So I can definitely see the Seahawks keeping it close and putting up the points. Uh, the Seahawks have never lost except for like one game this entire year by more than 10. I know they've been struggling lately, but they keep it close. Another thing, the Chiefs, they like to run the football or don't like to run the football. And that's what the Seahawks really struggle in defensively. We give up big plays or the Seahawks give up big plays in the running game. Chiefs kind of get full of themselves and just go to the pass. They get too cute and they know they have the weapons and they want to use them. So they go with it. Uh, so I think that helps the Seahawks hopefully keep the Chiefs to some field goals. We keep it close and don't lose by more than 10. I think I had, what was else? That, yeah, I think that's about it. I nailed the rest of it. Oh no, the other thing, the big one in the final, the Chiefs uh, in the last five games as favorites that have uh, failed to cover the spread. So helps me there too. So I'm riding that train the whole way. I like it. The Chiefs, the Chiefs have only covered the spread like three times, guys. They are just, they're an automatic fade almost this year. Let me give you a crazy stat. It has nothing to do with this game. Just so we're clear. I don't actually take this into consideration at all. The Chiefs are 16, 31, and 2 against the spread. It's not good. As a double-digit favorite since 1971. I just want to point that out. You and the your franchise stats. as double-digit favorites. Yeah, I heard. You know what? I heard that. I didn't, I didn't like research that. Anyways, <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. If you're the Chiefs punter, do you have to suit up or not? Because I, no, I don't like it. Are you going to be needed? No, they, they already moved him so that they put in another uh, defensive guy on the team. <laughs> they just got him for the week. Yeah, <laughs> no, nice. No, they didn't. But. Mahomes can just kick it himself if they want to, but I don't I don't see a lot of punting going on. Maybe the cold weather slows him down. That's all we can hope for as Seahawks fans. Um, I hope it's not ugly. You know, it, it could be a track meet, but who knows with that weather. It's going to be cold, so we'll see. Yeah. I like it. Hold your nose because uh, holding the Seahawks plus 10 bet is going to be hard when you're watching them play defense on Mahomes, but we'll see. We should be able to score they... on them too. Exactly. Honestly. Chiefs don't have a great defense. And Gino, I think this is one of his last chances to really show that he belongs as a Seahawks quarterback. If he struggles these, these last few games down the stretch, I can see them being like, nah, we're, we're going a different direction. Drew Locke or a draft pick. So he's, he's got oh, a chance here. Times have yeah. changed. Drew times Locke, have changed. Up with the Drew Locke. Okay. <laughs> Bet number three for me. Packers plus four at the Miami Dolphins. A month ago, I'm not making this bet, okay? No. The Dolphins looked elite. The Packers looked awful. The teams are trending in different directions right now. I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't think the Packers are just some elite football team now, but they're, they are getting a little better. Uh, and you think it's in Miami. They have the big home field. It's 60 degrees and raining, which is warm compared to all the other games. <laughs> but it's not exactly 90 degrees hot, you know, what Miami's used to. It's still going to be, you know, kind of right in the middle of Green Bay weather, Miami weather. Um, Dolphins are just not playing well. Tua is not playing as well. Um, he just has less rhythm. If you kind of watch their games, you kind of see some cornerbacks pressing receivers, throwing off a rhythm, and it makes you realize, man, Tua is a big-time rhythm quarterback, and it's being thrown off with how defenses are playing them right now. Um, pressing, playing the middle of the field a little bit more. Um, I, I just think the Dolphins rely on passing. What's the one thing that Packers do well? It's pass defense. They're not very good at run defense, but I don't think that's a big deal because the Dolphins don't run the ball very well. So. I just think the matchup, uh, the Packers are finally starting to use A.J. Dillon a lot more. I picked him up for fantasy playoffs. Please come through for me, A.J. Please come through. But uh, And so they're using A.J. Dillon more. They finally have all the receivers healthy. Christian Watson's starting to become something as a rookie receiver. 
I just think the way they're playing, I wouldn't be surprised if they won in Miami. I think Miami is just they're just struggling right now. They're not they're not the same elite offense where everyone's just afraid to play them. I think they had like three games in a row. They scored like 17 points only or maybe less. Um, I know they put up some points against the Bills in that game. That was some bad tackling and everything. But I just don't see much from this Dolphins team right now. So Packers plus four with a chance to win outright. But I'm going to take the plus four to be safe at minus 110. Nice. Yeah, baby. What do you got for your third and final bet, Ryan? All right, my final bet, I got the over 43.5 at minus 110 for the Lions and Panthers game. It's going to be cold, but the weather's going to be, you know, you said it was cold, no wind, things like that. So that helps. If it was one of those windy, cold, yucky games, I'm staying away from it. But I'm going with it. The Lions are like one of the hottest teams right now in football. They are scoring. They have the fifth highest scoring uh, offense in the league right now. They're going against the Panthers. They're not the best scoring team, but the Lions are just playing average defense. So the Panthers have been scoring better lately, and they're playing a bad Lions defense. I think they can get some points against this team. Um, I, I also think it's crazy. Sam Darnold isn't obviously a superstar or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but the quarterback controversy, carousel, everything that was going on is over, I believe, at least for the rest of the season. And I think that helps the team in at least putting up some points and helps Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold's confidence and helps their offense out a bunch. Um, so <sighs> Lions, they're just on a roll. I mean, Jared Goff is scoring points, whether it's handing the ball off to all their running backs. They just got so many weapons. The Panthers defense, they started off really hot at the beginning of the year, I feel like, and now it's kind of cooled down and that'll allow the Lions offense to keep it rolling, scoring 30, something like that. And the Lions just get, tw- or the Panthers get 20. And we cover, so we're good. So I'm going with the over 43 and a half Panthers Lions. I like it. I like it. Um, also, another bet I almost made in that game, in case you guys are curious, uh, Lions team total over 22 I saw. I mean, listen, the Steelers just scored 24 on the Panthers. Why can't the top five offense in Detroit mm-hmm. go and score 24, 27? You know, they put up a lot of points. So just something to think about, 22 for the team total. But I like the over. Uh, both teams are playing better on offense, and uh, it's a cold game, but not not terrible. So let's give you a fourth bet. This is a little bonus bet I got for you because the Vikings suck on defense. Have I mentioned that on this podcast before? Holy crap, do they suck. Over 48 Giants and Vikings. No Vikings game should be in the 40s, guys. I don't care if they're playing a freaking college team. You know what I mean? Like I don't care if they're playing the Marshall Thundering Herd. I don't know. I think that's what they are, right? Yeah. Anyways, not a We Are Marshall movie. Um, And I just, uh, they're just dead last in yards allowed. Second to last in pass yards allowed. 28th in points allowed. If you don't get the vibe here, they just suck on defense. They're so bad. I cannot believe they've won so many games. The last four games, here's what the point totals have been. 59, 49. That's low scoring for them. 57. And then switch the numbers. 75. That was that great, crazy Colts game. I just need 49. That's all I need. I don't think I'm going to have a problem. I think the Giants will be able to run the ball on the Vikings as well. No, the Giants do not have an elite passing game. But they're going to do just enough because the Vikings are terrible. Daniel Jones is much better. I saw some stats. I don't have it with me. He is much better with a clean pocket and not under pressure. And the Vikings don't bring a lot of pressure. So I don't think that's going to be an issue at all. Saquon should have a decent game. Obviously, the Vikings are going to put up some points because the Giants' defense, they're just so-so. They're not that great either. I think the Vikings can run on them. I think they'll be fine passing on them. 
I just don't see a lot of stops in this game. And um, it's in the Dome, which I believe is pretty good weather. I, I, you know, I have to check. I don't know if it's going to be 69, 70, you know, kind of where they set the, the thermostat to there in the Dome. But it's going to be fine weather. By the way, I think outside of that Dome in Minnesota, I heard it's like single digits. It's it's ugly. I can't be pretty so, there. As long as everybody, all the offensive players can get to the field, that's all I care about. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't if the defensive players are stuck at home, that's fine. Well, actually, I kind of want the Vikings defense to show up. <laughs> I, I want those same players all year round. I don't, you don't want somebody so else? <laughs> no, I like it. So um, I see a 31-24 kind of game, you know, in the 50s. I like the over. I'm just riding the Vikings train of being terrible defensively. Um, I also kind of lean Giants plus four, I think it is. Um, I think they keep it close. They have a chance. So, anyways, that's my bet. Minus 110. Lock that in. And those are the seven bets for us. We are going to have player props coming soon. But first, let's bring up that bets recap page, baby. Look at that. That is beautiful. Ryan's bets. Bengals minus three. Seahawks. Hold your nose. Hold your breath. Plus 10. Hang on for dear life. Over 43 and a half, Lions and Panthers, Ryan's final bet. Then we got the Eagles, plus four and a half. Go beat them, Cowboys. Steelers, money line, a little emotional game. Franco Harris, going to have to go beat those Raiders. Packers, plus four in Miami. And then over 48, Giants and the absolutely horrendous Vikings defense. That's it. Primetime games. Someone made a really stupid bet backing Zach Wilson. I don't know who it is, but I'm getting to the bottom of it. That was horrendous. As you can see, because there's games on Saturday, I'm going to try to get player props out tomorrow. Uh, we've been on an absolute roll on player props lately, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Um, you see our record down there, up 13.06 units, 76 and 69. Let's keep it rolling. But before I finish, I do have to say, Merry Christmas to everybody. It's been our first year doing this. It's been a lot of fun. We appreciate all you guys for supporting us, subscribing, and following along. It's been awesome. And, uh, Ryan, you got anything to say? You ready uh, Ready for a Christmas weekend? Oh, I definitely got something to say. Uh, I didn't give out my best bet of the week. We didn't, I didn't have it highlighted. That's because it's coming in the player prop. I got a doozy coming, and I can't wait for it, and it's going to hit, and it will be a big one. So get ready for the player prop, and my best bet of the week's in there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Nice. And I did not highlight mine either because uh, they're all freaking locks. Just joking. Lock is such a stupid term, to be honest. But uh, I like all of mine equally. How's that? I'm going to have some good player props. Ryan's got a special one. We'll, uh, I'll announce that, too, when I do the player props. A good one. So um, NBA betting contest. Remember, on TikTok, leave a comment on the pin post on TikTok with a bet, odds, and sportsbook for NBA games on Friday, December 23rd. Winner with the best odds, the highest odds, gets 50 bucks. A little Christmas giveaway. Hope everyone has a great Christmas weekend. Enjoy some football. Enjoy some food. Enjoy the family. Don't get in too many fights with the family. And just have some fun. That's all we got. Thanks again. appreciate it. Take care.